Yeah, I'm like Neo now. <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good. That's Morpheus. y'all we're gonna do our best here to get through <laughs> this recording we are in a vanier parking lot yeah colder than uh republican politics it is minus 25 outside our car is probably getting to close zero degrees but we got a big win tonight. And we're on fire. Huge win on the road, back-to-back, versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Our sons. Our sons and our daughters. The Milwaukee Bucks. Fifth straight win in a row. Defending champions. Yeah, I, I, y'all can hold the title. But we still have the legacy on y'all. Still have a legacy on y'all. I think we snatched the belt tonight. Damn. Got got Milwaukee Bucks social media in in a frenzy, all insecure, all in their feelings. Goodness gracious. Where's the professionalism? Where, where, where's the sense of perspective that this is a regular season game? Don't take it too personally. <laughs> don't take it too personally. I know we don't have two of our starters. And 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 you had one let uh you were you were saw holiday, and yet you were still not able to deliver, right? We were smoking some bud tonight. I'll tell you that some serious Damn. bud. Damn! This Damn. is this is what William Liu calls a slander pod, y'all. Uh, we haven't done this really all season. I think I think last season we did it against the Milwaukee Bucks when I was singing Controla. From Drake, if you remember that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have we had a little wine? Maybe we have. Yeah, some good one. Uh, have we have we uh, been up too late, out too long? Probably. But here we are on a Saturday night, having had our asses kicked. And let's put let the record show. We admit it. Put <clears throat> I'll our, admit it. I'll admit it. Put put our co- cards on the deck. Um, we, 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 you know, we let Dwayne Casey steal that regular season championship, right? He took it from us back alley, straight up. We admit it. We let the, um, we let the, you know, role players of the world on a, on a, on a mediocre Detroit Piston team, give it to us. I'll admit it. But tonight, on a back-to-back on the road against the reigning champions, we showed up. Specific players showed up even more, but I gotta give respect where that that is due. Um, starting with Pascal, Bryce. I, I I mean, I know he's not going to get the same type of credits um, like some of his contemporaries because of who who's who's who he's not represented by, right? Like he's not a Jason Tatum. He's not a um, 
Julius Randle. Julius Randle playing in the Mecca. He's not Jimmy Butler, but he's been putting on numbers um, that is not just all-star caliber, but at this point, um, I think it's all NBA, right? This is this is Siakam two years ago when he was 13 Absolutely. all NBA. He had a triple-double to, tonight, 30, 10, and 10. Um, that had me just sit back, relax, and appreciate, um, this gentleman, this professional's arc, his continuous development. He's had, he's been in a particular type of funk in the last year and a half, Bryce. And we were talking about it tonight and, and I think he's showing to the world that, oh, he back. Oh, this is, this is, this is. Pascal championship. I got a chip with the dip. I this is all NBA. Pascal and he was giving it the business to not just the Portis, but also to Giannis. Rain the the two time MVP, Finals MVP Giannis Antetokounmpo. Come on, man. This is uh, DOS effects with the real hip hop bringing it to you. Uh, this is uh, a performance that shows the talent level that Pascal Siakam has. And, you know, probably about two weeks ago, there are a number of folks in the Raptors media camp, mm-hmm. uh, Raptors Republic included, talking about how good Pascal was playing. And, of course, you're under an avalanche of ridiculous comments from people about trading Siakam. He's overpaid. And we kept on having to say, okay, he's not playing at Jason Tatum's level, but he is not Tobias Harris. Tonight, he he leapfrogged over Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum can't drop triple doubles against Giannis on the road on a back-to-back. Uh, this is the stuff that makes... Coach Budenhauser, who is complaining about free throws, have nightmares. Not not about the game, but free throws. Not the game. Yeah. The game that you love, you sacrifice for, but free throws. Listen, Continue. focus on Mary Beth and stop talking about Pascal Siakam yeah, and, and, credit, and, and the lack of free throws you're getting. Uh, there's an article written by Samson Folk, uh, Raptors Republic, give him respect, on Pascal Siakam. Um and he 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 highlights his his offensive repertoire. But one element that we don't we always often forget when we compare Pascal Siakam to his contemporaries, Jason Tatum's, uh, Julius Randles, is his defensive prowess. Not just man to man on the ball, but also his help defense. Bryce, like the dude, put 30, 10, and ten, but he's also having to switch and defend. Yeah, uh, not Giannis, Middleton, Portis, um, continuously, and also help in the defensive rotations. So, th- is this one of the most complete games you've seen of Pascal Siakam? <laughs> not just like in this, you know, calendar year, but um, or regular season, but in the last like two years, like since the bubble. I'm, the stuff that he's doing is, uh, you know, the highest quality basketball in his career absolutely point fini uh you know this guy was an all-nba guy he was a a, 
an all-star before the bubble, and he is back to that level while having greater usage, mm-hmm. while not having the veterans. Now he's the veteran, yeah. and he's doing it against competition that people rave about, people make commercials about, people make documentaries of. And listen, we got to pay respect where respect is due. And Pascal Siakam, from our fan base, who cares about anybody else's fan base, from the Toronto Raptors fan base, we must give respect. Um, Talk about disrespect for just a second, and we won't spend too much time on this. But is is Bobby Portis, is he for real? Like, is this part of his contract with Coach Bud? Is this part of his contract with the Milwaukee Bucks that he plays this uh, pseudo fake tough antagonist? He's just an irritant at this point. Um, and he's going into the face like he plays for Fenebaccia. <laughs> Uh, like he plays for uh, Sporting Lisbon, head first, going at Pascal Siakam. Uh, ridiculous. If anyone did that to Giannis, if anyone did that to LeBron, right? It'd be attacked immediately. Gosh. What? what uh, and so uh, if, if, if Bud wants to call the disrespect, like, you know, call it both ways. Be objective. Be, be, a, be a coach who won a chip rather than someone who's complaining about, the, you know, fouls and, and whatnot like you're in a ymca um let, let's i also have to pay respects to um og ananobi the silent assassin yeah because he I, I think he knew he could have taken advantage of any player that defended him last night in detroit he didn't take advantage of it tonight he went against the reigning champions and he stepped it up is uh, he the deer whisper is that incredible. what we're gonna call him? it's incredible and and you know he you know he's he's developing into one of the most underrated, two best two-way players in the league, bar none. Bryce, um, he finished with in 39 minutes. He finished with 24 points, eight rebounds, four assists. He took 23 shots. Uh, he's he always plays that kind of third fiddle, uh, you know, between Fred and Pascal. So I'm really proud that he took on 23 shots, three for 13. So I'm not really looking at the um, the the percentage, shooting percentage more. So I'm looking at the level of aggressiveness. Yep. Uh, because when he's aggressive, it then allows That's right. our half court, specifically our half court offense, to build some character, some structure, and it then allows players like the Chris Boucher's and the Achua's to find their fit. When he defers, when he passes up shots, it doesn't actually give us the types of offensive rhythms necessary to actually execute effectively. If you're having a bad night shooting, I can take it. But if you're not actually running the place through yourself, knowing full well that you're the guy, you're not deferring to Kyle Lowry, you're not deferring to a Kawhi Leonard, you're the guy now, right? And so he actually took more shots, Bryce, than Pascal and Fred. This was straight from the pages of DeMar DeRozan emptying the clip, as DeMar DeRozan would say. Well done, OG. Absolutely. Love when he's aggressive. And let me just tell you, he was matched up up with between Giannis and Middleton. And let me just read out Middleton's stat line. Who? 
uh, Chris Milton. I, I'm gonna call him the ghost okay. from now on because he vanishes. Damn, Casper. He um, he vanishes when he plays the Toronto Raptors. Um, Middleton finished with 16 points, three for 12, two for six from the three-point line, four rebounds, five assists. Um, yeah, I'm wondering maybe maybe they're maybe they're fatigued from a back-to-back. Maybe they're, they're on a high after they beat Golden State. Golden State. Um, maybe they're. You know, take maybe yeah, he took a night off. Maybe there's a interesting club in in Milwaukee, which there which there isn't. Um, that he was more focused in attending afterwards. You know, I don't know where his head was at, but I know where OG's head was at, and it was to to kill the deer. You know what I mean? Absolutely. He wasn't playing. He was sharp shooting. That's right. Um, and one more guy that I'm going to talk about that I was really impressed with. Actually, two two guys. Um. Um, but one in particular because he came off the bench and he's on a streak that has re- that reminds me of what he was uh, how he was performing last year. And this is Chris Boucher. Another I, great game. I, again, I I reiterate it again and again. He is playing like he should be, like he knows he can, and what we expect him at this point. Right? He knows the system. He knows the schemes. This is not new competition to him. Right? Um, and I think he's embodying now the killer instinct, when, especially when we go against foes like the Milwaukee Bucks, who we have their number. Right? Um, he finished tonight with an impressive stat line. Uh, let me just quickly run it out. He finished with. 13 point, 15 points, sorry, seven rebounds, um, three blocks, two offensive rebounds, six for 12 uh, from the field. And he was he took, also a plus 15. Plus 15. He took two three point sh- contested three point shots um, that I was so impressed with. But because it was in the flow of the game and because he's he was not looking for his numbers, um, as they say, that I had no problem with him taking that shot, Bryce. He made them confidently and actually gives us the cushion offensively. Goodness gracious, Chris. Montreal in the house. We see you. We love you. Mad respect. Uh, he, you know, he did make a couple threes in that second half, which were important shots for sure. There's no, no doubt about that. Uh, he made a block. In that second half against Giannis, as Giannis was driving against Precious, said au revoir to to the Greek freak. Uh, But there was a play in that first half that was really critical. Could have shot a three, kind of force it a bit. It was still pretty early in the shot clock. Decided not to, gave it up. And what happened? He was rewarded later in the possession and made an easy bucket under the basket. Chris, the ball will come back to you. It's like karma. Yep. The ball will come back to you. Make a good play. It's going to get back into your hands. Uh, and, and Nick will be proud. And that's It's a sharing economy of an offense, that's right. right? And so you give it up. You share it. It's going to come back to you. Because you're just as much of a threat it, when, you, when you run the offense through your main guys. Right, they're gonna get double teamed. In this case, it was Fred that play that you're referring to, and Fred, you know, 
it was so important for him to play at a particular type of pace. Two things I was concerned about. I was concerned about the minutes, right? And as well as how Milwaukee was going to defend against him. Holiday didn't play. So that was fine. So I was thinking, okay, is he going to be jacking up shots knowing full well that Joe Holiday is not playing? That wasn't the case, right? He looked at, he exploited the advantages that we had. And so he was much more of a playmaker and a distributor through his pace and his, and his, um, and his decisions on the court. Speaking of Fred, and that was key. And when it, when we needed him to take a shot, oh, he made that shot, bro. He made that shot, right? Like we're talking Sam Cassell, you know, big shots. But it was, it's not about. This is the this is the growth part is having an impact beyond scoring, having an impact on the game beyond even statistical um, outputs, um, and that was the key. And and the key is also and how that actually leaks into impacting guys who are coming off the bench. And I'm going to mention his name, Champagne Bryce. He had 12 freaking rebounds, man. Staten Island, six, Brooklyn. Six offensive they're rebounds. proud of you. Goodness freaking gracious. Plus 13. He hit one three. He took he took he took five shots, hit one, and that was a three. Um, and that is also the you know these guys. Champagne gave an interview a couple of nights uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, with uh, Will Liu, and he talks about the learning curve um, and his development that he is correlated to Fred VanVleet, right? Um, betting on himself, not just through the draft. We all know that that story, but it's also his work ethic, his attentive to, attention, attentiveness to detail, and knowing his role. And I, I have we, I have to make an emphasis on the criticalness of how we're having to figure things out, Bryce, in this regular season, um, without Gary Trent at this point, without Scotty Barnes, and guys like Champagne are picking it up, but not just through scoring output, but by offensive rebounds, giving us extra possessions, and that, you know, we've we've all, we've, we've start, we started to, you know, um, make these references to Dennis Rodman, <laughs> You know, between Boucher, uh, Pascal, and, you know, Champagne also mentioned it. And, and I, I didn't know how serious I, I should have taken it. But I actually am because our, our, our goal here is getting extra possessions through offensive rebounding. But, but and, the, and the guys who are adopting that type of identity, Rodman identity specifically, is the Bouchers and the Champagne knowing full well that there is a ceiling to their offensive game. And so they're finding other ways to contribute to our offense. And if this is the formula moving forward, goodness gracious, man. When you attack the glass like we've seen, even in that late fourth quarter, yeah. uh, Precious made a big bucket Huge. on an offensive Huge. rebound. Uh, when you do that type of stuff, Champagne uh, is doing it as well, it, it's like NOS to your engine. It gives you that jolt that you need. And we were able to get out in front at just the right time through those offensive rebounds. And, and Justin Champagne is part of part of doing that. Just to clarify to the, <clears throat> to the Milwaukee 
fuck social media. They issued a, a yeah. tweet. Saying, if you're listening, if you, you they issued a tweet saying any you know something of this nature. You know they'll give us 15 minutes of fame. Meanwhile, they will take on 23 hours and 45 and 40, minutes. I'm like, okay, first of all, let's at least they back. got their math right. You know, I, I'll, I'll say this. No, no, no. Let's let's go back. Uh, um, if you get if you really understand uh, your math, um, they 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 beat us in the first in that first quarter. They didn't win, Bryce. They didn't win a quarter since. Right. We beat them three, and so they led for the first fifteen minutes. Yeah. If yeah, you want to talk about fifteen minutes. Yeah. They were a fifteen-minute team to start the game. Okay, so they they, <laughs> they they don't they just don't know how to finish. That's really <laughs> Nancy. Um. <laughs> and and so it, it it's not just how you start, but it's how you finish, uh, the game, uh, primarily. But we're. Our objective is not to go in and and beat the Milwaukee Bucks. We we you know we want to be an organization that is on the trajectory of winning championships. And so we are really hard on ourselves as an organization that is playing with no fans. No fans, Bryce. Um who last year played in Tampa Bay um and who rest in is, peace tampa yeah. bay raptors yeah and, and who and whose objectives this season is to be competitive and to develop our talent right um we understand that we were uh now two and a half years three for, away from our championship yes and, 2024 three-year plan yeah and so we're we, we have a strategic plan moving forward and how we're going to win another one um I don't know what your goal is. Your goal to win is your goal to what to defend your championship? Because that what I feel is you're afraid mm. that you're going to be unseated rather than playing as your reigning champion, dominating competitions. Um, the team that's actually doing that is that's carrying themselves as such is the Golden State Warriors. Mm. They're carrying themselves like they're a team of dynasty. They're coming back. To defend the, the the legacy that they've they, they've built up, Milwaukee. I, I don't know what you're building up. I, I don't know what you're defending. I don't know what you're 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 you're. you're it seems like you're insecure that you're going to be unseated. Uh, and 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 if that those are your goals, hey man, we have different types of life callings, man. That's yeah. fine. We know where we're, we're we know where our life callings are. Um, I'm gonna take this pause, and I'm just because I I wanted to mention this gentleman who didn't play tonight but gary trent Wardrow absolutely i was going was championship like yeah it it, it, it reigned someone who was regal yeah. royal who wore a crown milwaukee bucks i i don't know who was on street clothes on your bench no um i i don't know who was a street clothes in the exec suites um in the uh in the in, in the arena i don't know who was in street clothes on the Milwaukee bench or or, or or on the sidelines. But goodness freaking gracious, Gary Trent Jr. With the Lenny Kravitz look today. Damn. Uh, Gary Trent Jr. Talk about winning. Um, where was he when we were talking or, or dropping Bridgerton references last year? He is the Duke. The Duke! <laughs> Gary Trent Jr. is the Duke. I'm sorry, Malachi Flynn, but you're not in that camp anymore. You're not at that level. We never should have. It was too heavy. And maybe this will help. Maybe this will help your career by taking the pressure off. 
But Gary Trent Jr., everything you do, from defending to shooting clutch baskets to wearing Lenny Kravitz-like style, uh, you are the Duke. Uh, incredible performance from a guy who didn't even play didn't tonight. Even uh, and Scotty, a plus ten. <laughs> and, and Scotty Barnes, for a guy that wasn't playing tonight, this guy always brings the the, the cheer squad, the energy. Oh my goodness, uh, it's fantastic to see him. It's it's sincere and it's not yes. draining like. Thin, uh, it's just an like, affection, like, like Giannis's brother, right? Honest, right, Honest. like it's 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 not exhaust exhausting. Right. Scotty's um, not trying to look to get garbage minutes like goodness gracious. Is. Um, anything else from the game that 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 struck a chord? You that... know, we're getting cold here in the car uh, in this parking lot. Um, just like uh, you know, the the Bud. quiet, silent Coach room Bud. of Co- Coach Bud. Bud's. Definitely, he's still looking Co- at film right now. I'm, I was gonna say Coach Bud's bed. I mean, <laughs> freaking cold as hell. Nobody else is in it. <laughs> Uh, it, it is a cold night in Ottawa, in Vanier, and uh, we should probably shut it down pretty quick. But it's a big win. And it's your we, boy! It, we're almost halfway through the season. Uh, the next game is 41, uh, and it's against Kyle Lowry Our and Lawrence the Miami Heat. Heat. Yeah, yeah, the savior has returned. Um, and so that will be one that we'll want to focus on. I think we're in Miami there we are. for it. Uh, so Drogic is going to be on the sidelines wearing a, jersey, uh, oh, a Miami, his old Miami Heat jersey. Will he be allowed to be on the bench? Yeah, but what, bench is it, what bench is he going to be on? Like, oh right? my like, gosh. Goodness gracious. He'll probably have courtside with Drake. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, that's who's up next. Identity crisis. Uh, thanks Milwaukee for coming out. We just swept the season series against the Bucks. And uh, now we get Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, and Jimmy Butler uh, in Miami. Hopefully we get a little sunshine tomorrow, get a chance to get on the, the South Beach. Um, but in the meantime, stay warm, y'all. It's cold as hell here in Ottawa. And, uh, yeah, mad love to y'all. Thanks for putting up with us in this Vanier parking lot slander podcast. Shout out to Diesel. You know what it is. Peace.